What's up, everybody? It's Adam. Welcome back to the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. Today is Thursday, October 5th, and on today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about something that Upper Deck is doing that I'm a little bit confused about and not sure why they're doing their product this way. Welcome to Hobby News Daily, your source for sports news, collectibles, and all items hobby-related. Follow on all podcast platforms or on HobbyNewsDaily.com, along with all your favorite writers and content creators. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's show. Okay, so this is this is the second time that I've recorded the episode. I'm going to be completely transparent here. I already recorded the episode, but I went back and I did a little bit of research, and I found that this was a trend that potentially started last year. Uh, with the, so basically, you know, the, the whole first part of the episode, the first recording of the episode, I was kind of ranting about Connor Bedard not being on the series one checklist and being like annoyed that he wasn't on the series one checklist and being annoyed that they, you know, they kind of sold the product as like the number one pick is going to be in there. Now, what I went back and checked was like the first picks in the past few drafts, which products have they been included in? And the first pick from last year's 2022 draft, he did, even though he made his debut and he made the opening day uh, roster or opening skate, I, I, I'm not 100% sure what they call it in hockey, but the opening skate, opening day roster. He did only play about half the season because of injuries, and he got suspended. And then towards the towards the the second half of the season, he had an injury that basically just kept him out for the rest of the season. Um, I, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name because I have no idea how to pronounce it. But then I went back and checked 2021, no 2022, sorry 2021. The first overall pick was in Series One. 2020, the first overall pick was in Series One, uh, and. So it looks like that they have in the past not included the first overall pick in Series 1. Now, if last year was the first year that they did this, I think that there needs to be maybe a little bit of communication potentially from Upper Deck to say, like, this is what we're doing now. And maybe the communication is just that's what they're going to be doing. And from now on, we can just assume that the first overall pick is going to be in Series 2. Uh, you know, it's very similar to like Bowman draft where the first and the third pick are in Bowman draft of that year. And then the second pick is usually in the next year's Bowman baseball, which comes out in, I believe January or February. Um, and then the, the, the first and the third pick are in Bowman draft, which usually comes out around December. Actually, no. So then Bowman baseball probably comes out in like April, not, not January, February, because December is definitely the date for Bowman draft. Um, so it seems like Upper Deck is kind of taking a very similar approach to this Series 1 product going forward. Um, I don't know if this was in anticipation for Bedard. Like, they did switch the configurations uh, in this year's Series 1. Like, they dropped the amount of cards, which just doesn't really make much sense to me because Upper Deck has a Series 1, Series 2, and tops or, or an update kind of similar to what Bowman and Tops does with uh, Bowman Baseball, Bowman Chrome, and then Bowman Draft. Um, but they dropped the configuration. They dropped the amount of cards that come in the Series 1 product from about 190, which I think it was... I, I may be doing the math wrong here, but I think it was 8 cards in 12 packs. Um, yeah, I think that's what it was. No, maybe it might have been, been 8 cards in 16 packs, I think. 
uh, I'm not 100 percent sure, but they, I'm not sure what the total configuration of packs for packs per cards per pack, and then how many packs. But they basically dropped it from 190 down to 150. Um, like I said, if this was in anticipation for Connor Bedard, which is what I suspected when I first heard the news that they were dropping the number of configurations or the number of cards in the box, I don't really like it. If they bring the Series 2 back to what they originally did, then I guess that's good. But at the same time, it's like if they if they keep it the same, I don't like that they are decreasing the amount of cards that are coming in their flagship hobby boxes. Like, that does I don't care who the prospect is. The amount of cards in a box should not be determined by who the prospect is. Like... It shouldn't be, it should be determined by, it should just be a standard. Like, it should just be the standard of what you always have done. Like, you should not be changing the amount of cards. You shouldn't be, and if anything, you should be increasing the amount of cards. You shouldn't be decreasing. If you want to make a change on the flagship product, increase the amount of cards that you can get. Change it around so you're getting more cards or more memorabilia or more. You, just, you There should just be more. Like these these card companies, especially now that with Connor Bedard this year, it's going to be ridiculous. Series 2, so that's that's basically the news here is that, Con, and I, I guess maybe I should have, maybe I did mention that, maybe I didn't at the beginning of the episode. Hopefully you're still listening to this point. But Connor Bedard is not on the Series 1 checklist. Now, Connor Bedard has been a number one prospect. He's been widely known as the number one pick for this last 2023 draft for a couple years. So, like, maybe the 2022 configuration of the first pick not being in Series 1 was decided because they were trying to sell Series 2 and they knew that what they were going to be doing in Series 2 this year they knew that two years ago, so they made the change in last year's Series 1, putting that first pick in Series 2, so that way Connor Bedard would be in Series 2. It is, you know, from a company and making money standpoint, I guess it's fairly smart from a consumer um, and then changing the configuration as well, which this, this is the first year. Like I said, if they keep the configuration, they don't change back. That, I, I you know, that's just ridiculous. And it, it, it just, in my opinion, it's really just like a slap in the face to anybody who, especially hockey, like, I don't necessarily follow hockey as much, but I know that all the hockey people are like diehard hockey, like, they only collect hockey. Like, anybody who's really into hockey is really only a hockey collector. So the fact that Upper Deck would come out and make this change is a real slap in the face to those collectors. Like, it, especially when Upper Deck, when you look around the industry, there has been turmoil with every single company that has kind of been in this industry when it comes to licensing, when it comes to, you know, tops being bought by fanatics, when it when it's fanatics suing Panini, when it's Panini suing fanatics, when it's wildcard be suing, you know, uh wildcard suing Panini. There's all these lawsuits and you know, upper deck is upper deck all they have to do is just stay the course. Just stay the course and that's all you have to work. Like you come out with this product and everybody's happy with it, but they made two major changes in the past two years that for me, it just doesn't sit right with me. Like I get that, you know, top series one, series two update. They are including the rookies throughout the year that get their, that get their, you know, their debuts and they come in and they actually are got their rookie cards. The young guns is a little bit different, obviously, but like, it should be the same thing realistically for for ho the hockey products like it should you should just have all of the 
top draft picks, all the first round picks in the series one product. Like I get that they're trying to sell the product and series two is going to be good, but it's like, I just don't, you know, there's going to be rookies that maybe in the second, third, fourth, fifth round that make their debuts and they end up getting that young guns card later on. Like, I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, maybe I get splitting up the rookies, but to, to make that change last year, and then this year it being Bedard, just he's going to be in Series 2. That's just, I don't know. Something with something about that doesn't sit right with me. Um, and I, I, I don't know whose decision it was over at Upper Deck. But in my opinion, it's actually pretty disappointing that they made the configuration change and that they made the change to the first pick. Uh, you know, and if they've done it in the past, I guess, I don't know, because then the 2020 and 2021, they put the first pick in. So it's like, you got to decide what you want to do here. You just, you know, just, you got to figure it out and decide what you want to do. And, you know, take the collectors, keep them in mind when you're making these decisions. Like it just doesn't sit right with me that they would just make these changes for one player. Like I said, the player should not determine what the product, how the product is configured. Uh, that should be that should be pretty obvious, but I think in this in this scenario, maybe it isn't as obvious as uh, maybe it isn't as obvious as we all think it is. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Hobby News Daily. Also, if you enjoy the show, please, we are asking our listeners to go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or go to Spotify and leave us a review. That's really going to help us grow the podcast and kind of help us help us just grow in general. Also, make sure to check back to HobbyNewsDaily.com because our updates on the website are happening on a weekly basis. We also have new articles that are going up every single day.